As of the release of this podcast, there are 171 working days left in 2020. This means you have 171 days left to make an impact with your clients this year. How you do that and the degree of its success will wholly rest on your shoulders. To make the most of this opportunity, you'll need to begin by setting a solid foundation. Creating a strong foundation is key in establishing a consulting relationship with your clients. And today, I will discuss how you can begin to build this foundation with your clients and yourself, one day at a time. So stay tuned, OTRs. So the real challenge is, how do veterinarians like us, who don't have the time, resources, or financial backing of a multi-million dollar company, who are faced with irregular work schedules, on calls, and emergencies, how can we facilitate our own personal and professional growth so we can continue to offer superior service to our clients while still remaining competitive in today's market? That is the challenge, and this podcast will provide you the roadmap to its solution. I'm your host, Dr. Eric, and welcome to Operators to Owners. Welcome back, OTOers. Almost every student that rides with me today says that they want to practice dairy medicine, which is always a good thing. You kind of hope for that when they ride with you. But many follow up this statement with another one, and that's that they want to be a consultant. Every time I hear that statement, I'm reminded of when I was a fourth year. Ambitious, ready to get into practice. I wanted to do exciting things like open up my own IVF lab, which I'd trained for, or start an ET practice and begin consulting on dairies. To this end, I had chosen to ride along with a seasoned ET vet. He was the type of vet that didn't gauge his day by embryos put in, instead of by embryos done per hour. Clearly an expert in his field, prior to ET he'd been a seasoned dairy practitioner. And one day, we were in the middle of our third flush, which, as you can imagine, as a fourth-year student, is quite boring to watch. So he asked me what I wanted to do once I graduated. Much like most people do, I immediately began painting this grand picture of my ideal practice with a balance between ET, IVF, and some consulting. He was kind let me finish my illusion, and then asked, how do you plan to do this? At that time, I was put off by this question, but answered, I have the training and UW specializes in dairy, so I have a solid background, so I can do this. Then he, had, then he said something I would never forget. People won't let you flush their cows if they don't trust you. They won't let you IVF them if they don't have a relationship with you. And they certainly won't take your advice if they don't know you. That was not what I wanted to hear at that point in my career. But looking back on it, it was the best advice anyone could have ever given me. Looking back eight years, I now can completely agree. In order to have a successful consulting relationship, you need to build these relationships slowly over time. So many students want to get right into consulting, but undervalue that farmer-vet relationship. 
If you go back to this week's Cutting Edge episode, you can see examples of how even day-to-day herd vets are not seen as consulting experts on the very dairies they service. As a new grad, as a young associate, or maybe a budding owner, how do you begin to form the type of relationship that builds a consulting project or a consulting role on a dairy? And I believe there are five keys to building a sound consulting program. The first is understanding farm goals. The second, listening. The third, boots on the ground. The fourth, proving yourself. And the fifth, learning your options. The first thing you'll wanna do when you want to establish a consulting program with a client is sit down with the farm and talk to them about their farm goals. Now, I'm as guilty as the next person of coming right into my herd checks when I was a new grad and slamming preg checks out, trying to impress them with my speed and my accuracy. However, one of the most important things we can do is first identify our operation or our client's goals and make sure that our actions align with them. Sometimes this means we take a more economic approach, sometimes a cow-centered approach, or even a people-centered approach. Your farm's goals will tell you what is important to them and where you need to concentrate your energy. They will also reveal potential areas for future consulting. For example, if one of your farm's goals is to maximize production, you may be able to integrate yourself into the calf consulting area under the premise of impacting average daily gain and improving first lactation milk. Maybe one of the operation's goals is to retain their employees. You may be able to do that through hosting trainings, advising the owner on retention strategies, or a myriad of other avenues. Maybe one of the farm's goals is to maximize feed efficiency. And this opens up the window for ration, genetic, and production analysis. The list of potential opportunities goes on and on once you've identified that farm's goals. The next skill you're going to need to master is the art of silence. Being able to sit, listen, and extract information from people. I can't even begin to count the number of times I've been able to generate consulting opportunities by simply asking a why or how, or even an exacerbated what. In school, we are taught to continually ask questions. Many times, we are thinking of the next question before we even hear the answer from the last one. This is the problem. It means you're not taking the information and listening to the inflection listening to the thought process behind it, listening to what the person is actually saying. And when you begin building this consulting foundation, you'll be able to see opportunities in these types of answers. Again, looking for lack of confidence, looking for confusion, or looking for simple SOP variation. By being able to detect these problems without even seeing them occurring, you will build yourself up in your client's eyes as an expert and you will begin to learn how to gather information and get the information you will need to have a great consulting career and to push your consulting program forward. Once you identify the farm's goals and understand what it is and why it's happening, 
you can begin to ID the problems that are actually stopping them from achieving these ends. This will involve you getting boots on the ground. This means you need to put yourself in the place you want to consult. For me, I like to tour through my herd's calves or even their dry cows every other herd check, especially on my weekly herd checks. This lets me see and catch protocol drift early before it's a problem. It also conveys my interest in the area to the herd owner or herdsman and makes me approachable to the employees in that area. Now this may be 10 more minutes per herd check usually, which I won't bill for unless I do some level of training, consulting, or problem solving. And that usually occurs if I put myself in that area. But this simple action goes miles towards contributing to my producer's interest in approaching me to take care of problems in those very areas. Another key to the boots on ground approach is that it's gonna allow you to get an idea of what you don't know. Those common questions that you can't answer off the top of your head. Much like you know, my, my now co-owners told me when I graduated and started working for them, they said, congratulations, you now know 10% of what it takes to be a dairy vet. And that knowledge, that 10% of knowledge to that 100% will not grow overnight. You need to take the time to put the boots on the ground and ID your weak spots and find ways to supplement or learn in those areas of weakness so that if you want to consult in that area, you don't have as many weak points where you have to say, I don't know, which undermines your expert status. And again, this leads me into the third key part of boots on the ground, and that's finding what you're interested in. After you've done all that research, filled all those holes, you'll begin to start to understand what you actually like and don't like. And you're clearly not going to want to consult as much in areas you don't like. You're not going to feel as passionate about it. Identifying those really early is important. Too many times people say they want to do ET or IVF, but are bored once they start doing it or find it too challenging even. Similarly, Many people want to do herd level consulting, and I was in that boat when I graduated as well. But as I evolved my career, I found that ETIVF and even herd level consulting at its base value was kind of boring. Getting those base 10, 12, 15 reports and just reporting them to a dairy is not very much fun. Now, don't get me wrong, I still love doing herd level consulting. I just do it in my own way with a different presentation method than we were taught in school. I like to tie economics into it. I use some custom report generation. All of those types of things are critical. But if I had not identified that the normal way was boring to me and overdone by outside consultants, I would still be behind the eight ball today. Once you've identified your farm's goals, understood their problems, and connected with them through a consulting topic you're passionate and knowledgeable about, it's time to begin proving yourself. And this stage is critical in your consulting growth and developing a consulting program. In my opinion, this stage is the stage right before expert status, where you usually have to create your own opportunities or have help from your bosses to create them. This prove it stage is where you show your entire client base you know what you're doing. You show your owners that you can take this mainstream and begin to assume that mantle of a true consultant in this consultant project area. 
To do this, you'll probably have to create a consulting quote unquote service or package. And this serves as a proof of concept for you in that area of consulting to your clients in your clinic. Sometimes this will take the form of a package deal. It might take the form of a one-off consult or even a group client training. No matter the form though, you often have to assume this stage as free or discounted or some kind of paired service or a value add so you can be able to dial in this final consulting program but also compensate your clients for growing with you. This prove it stage requires you to prove that your consulting will provide value to the client and the clinic. And this is where you will prove you can reliably reproduce results equal to or greater than the cost to the, both those parties. This can be the make or break period for this consulting program that you spent all of this time developing. The final step towards building a solid, successful consulting program is learning options C through F. Most basic consultants will know solutions A and B, and those are the first two options. Heck, most farms can find those types of answers online themselves. The truly good consultants will have evolved with flexibility, creativity, and critical thinking skills that will find those answers for their clients, those options C through F. However, until you're truly challenged by expanding this consulting program, you won't know what those options are and you won't have to develop them. That's why at this point you start to seek out more volume after your proof of concept stage to get these options so that your later consulting in this consulting program becomes easier. Once you start to see these crazy problems that require complex solutions, you will know your consulting program has arrived and you have arrived as a consultant on this topic. It is now up to you to really dig deep into the literature, blueprints, or your network drawer to find the answers for your client. Creating a consulting program or becoming a successful consultant is not hard but it is not as easy as the universities might have you think. Starting with a strong foundation that is based in a solid relationship with your producers will be key to your long-term success. Key in on their problems. Listen to their pain points. Visit the areas you want to consult in. Make sure it's an area you're passionate about. Prove yourself to your client and your clinic and round out your expertise with abnormal solutions. If you do these five steps, you will have established the required relationship for a long-term consulting role with your client. This role will open the door to more consulting opportunities for you and your clinic. In the next Thoughts from the Truck episode, I'm going to discuss how you can take your newfound expertise and expand it selling yourself as an expert, and increasing your consulting footprint. Thanks for tuning in today, OTRs. Until next time, carry on. If you liked this content and want more, join our OTO community at otovets.com forward slash Facebook. 
Also, check out our blog at otovets.com forward slash blog. And don't miss our cutting edge episodes where we cover the latest in peer-reviewed scientific research related to large animal veterinary medicine. You can find the written context at otovets.com forward slash cutting edge, or you can listen to it at our podcast at otovets.com forward slash podcast. Please join our community for an active discussion about today's podcast, past podcasts, and other decisive topics within veterinary medicine. Thanks again for joining us today, OTOers, and carry on.